Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey there, guys. Shay and Devin from Vibing in the Void here. And we're here to talk to you about Anchor. Now, what's Anchor, you might be asking? Well, let me go ahead and tell you. Anchor is a free podcasting app that you can download on your phone and basically make a podcast. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record, edit your podcast right from your phone in your hand that you have anyway. Or, of course, you can also do it on your computer. But literally, you can travel with it on your person, on your phone. And you want to know what the cool thing about Anchor is? Anchor will actually distribute your podcasts for you. So that takes all the hard work out for you. Now, once you distribute it, it's going to end up on places like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and even several different other podcast platforms that are out there. On top of that, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's right. And basically everything that you need to do to create a podcast is right there at your fingertips. It's so, so simple, guys. Trust us on that. I use it for all the podcasts under the Neonic Void banner. Exactly. Go download the free Anchor app today on any Apple or Android device. Or you can go to anchor.fm on your computer browser to get started. Thank you guys for listening to Vibin' and Void and enjoy today's episode. Neonic Void Productions presents Vibing in the Void. Hey. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. What the fuck? (laughs) Hey guys. Hey guys. And welcome back to another episode of Vibing in the Void. Oh my ew. This is what is this what Katie has to go through with me? Ew. Literally. And this is what I go through with you, but ew. Hi guys. (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of Vibing in the Void. I am one half of the show. I'm Shay, and I'm joined with my co-host, my lovely, <laughs> lovely co-host. Yes, the baby. What's good? Yes. It's your yes. boy Devin. What's up? <laughs> yes. So today, guys. Oh, today. It's um, just a just a big old disclaimer before we 
Spoilers. Go furthermore, spoilers ahead if you have not seen this movie. And if you not, don't know what the title of the movie is, you could have obviously saw in the episode when you clicked play. But we are going to be talking about Marvel's latest movie in the MCU, and that is Black Widow. Yes. Uh... Waited a whole fucking year for this movie to come out. I was so ready. For me, I spent the $30 to watch this on Disney Plus. And I watched my movie Other Methods. That's all I'm going to say. She paid for my too. <laughs> <laughs> she watched it too. I don't know how she watched it, but she watched it too. Anyway. I, I piggybacked. <laughs> piggybacked. So, yeah, we watched Black Widow, and yeah. like, we're going to talk about Black Widow today, because, you know, Marvel, so. Yes. Oh, my God. Let me, let me, let me, re- let me just, let me just get situated, because this is going to be a ride. It is going to be First, a ride. Mm-hmm. Firstly, I fucking love this movie. It was pretty damn good. It was a lot funnier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. There were some good jokes. Some good jokes. Some good family dynamics. I was not expecting the movie that I got, but I'm not mad at it. I, it was a I, to me, it was a fun ass movie. Like mm-hmm. it was. I think the movie should have been. I think the movie should have been done. I don't know years ago. Like it's like I mean. Yeah, I should have. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, may may Natasha rest in peace, but currently she's dead in the MCU. So, you know, maybe this movie would have been great. Like I don't know after Civil War. Yeah, I think so. It takes place after Civil War, so you know, this would have been helpful for that, but you know, whatever. <laughs> so. Well, see, Devin, our, Devin liked the movie. Oh, I liked and, it. It was a fun two hours and 15 minutes. Yes. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to say I did not fully like the movie because I liked. Traitor. I liked parts in the movies, but like when Devin was asking me before we recorded, I was like, yeah, I have a different opinion on it. And I was like, for me, it was kind of like Captain Marvel, how I am with Captain Marvel. Like, it's not a bad movie, but it's not the most greatest thing that I've seen. But it has its good points. Compared to Captain Marvel, that was a better movie, I can tell you that. In my opinion. What, Captain Marvel is a better movie? No, Black Widow is better than Captain Marvel, yes. I mean, Black Widow is not like, oh my god, the greatest movie in the MCU, but it's, it's like... How would I how would I scale it? It's in the middle, high middle. Black Widow's in the high middle of the movie of the Marvel movies. It's not the bot it's not in the lower half, but it's not in like, oh my god, top tier, but it's like in the high middle. Mm-hmm. It's like it's right under bad. the top tier. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad movie at all. And I there were some parts in there that really I'm like, dude, some of the stuff in this movie was pretty fucked. Like <sighs> whoa. Like Mm, the beginning i was kind of like what i know before we even talk about the beginning of the movie i just loved the opening credit sequence um i like how they did a cover of smells like teen spirit by nirvana i was like at first i was like wait this song sounds familiar and then when i heard the chorus it's like this is smells like teen spirit by nirvana i was like oh my god so i liked it i was digging it and like when the movie started, I was like, "Well, some already some fucked up shit going on in the first couple minutes." Now we're not. Now this isn't going to be like a spookocalypse episode where we go every little 
plot point of the movie because this is not that type of show. Yeah. But we're going to go over just like the overbroad storyline and we'll kind of just get wing our way through it, but not do it like, here's what happened. Yeah. Beginning, middle, and end. No, we're not about that. I don't got time for that. We got no time for that. Yeah. But the movie starts with Tasha and she has a sister and her parents. It turns out her parents are um, Soviet spies hiding in plain sight as an American family. Mm hmm. And I'm just like, oh, fuck, that's dark. And I actually, you know, because I've always heard that that actually did happen. And during the Cold Wars where people where Russian spies came over to the States and um, posed as American families. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was true. Uh huh. That's actually a thing. I wouldn't doubt it. I was like, that's all. I was like, was that actually things? I, was, I mean, we always hear about that. Mm-hmm. All the time. I mean, I've I've always heard about that. That that was actually a thing, but I didn't know that was literally a thing. Like I didn't know that that was literally a thing. And I'm like, holy shit, that's some fuckery. Yeah. People spies like just hiding in. I mean, spies hide in plain sight. Yes, but like, I don't know the the fact that they would pose as fake family, fake American families, and just mm-hmm. live life while they're doing, God knows what they're doing. Spying on whatever nation they're spying on. Getting information and stuff, yeah. Yes. I was like, oh my god. And then shit went down with that, and then they took them, split the family up when they got back to, um, I'm assuming when they got to, they got to Cuba, sorry. Yeah, they got back to Cuba. They got to Cuba, and of course during this time, Cuba was a, was a majority, was a communist nation. Actually, I think it still is. But they had a strong connection with, of course, Russia yeah. or Soviet Union. Uh, no, at this time it was Russia. It was 94, 95 in the show. So yeah, it was, it's Russia. It was Russia. Yeah, it was Russia. So Russia and Cuba still have had a um, strong uh, relationship between the nations. Mm-hmm. So they went from Cuba and went back to Russia. But then they took the girls, Natasha and her younger sister, who isn't really her younger sister, Supposed to be po- uh, posed as siblings when they're really technically not. Mm-hmm. And they took them to the Red Room. Yep. The Red Room, if you have watched any of the MC mo- MCU movies, you should know what the Red Room is by now. Because they've actually shown it a couple different times. I think they showed the Red Room in, was it, was it Age of Ultron? I can't remember if it was Age of I Ultron or if it was... Um, I think it was Age of Ultron because oh, Winter Soldier. I can't remember. It's one of those because I know Natasha. I know there was an instance where Natasha was talking to Bruce. I think it and, was Age of Ultron because they were hunting yeah. down Bruce in India. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of talking about what happened to her there. Yeah, basically she was trained to be an assassin and used and they used psychological manipulation to basically become like their little. Uh, assassin puppet, I guess. Yes, and, but it, and they did so much more fucked up shit to them too. Mm-hmm. They uh, basically rigged it where they can't, where she can't have kids. They sterilized her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They sterilized her, and they sterilized anybody who is part of the program. So all the, the wid- uh, all the widows, Widow mm-hmm. yeah, all the widows cannot have children. Can you believe that? Like when they said that, I was like, "Whoa, this is some fucked up." Because why? Because why would you? Why would you let your assassins 
reproduce because if they reproduce, then that child's gonna become a problem. So you yeah. got so you got to rig it where they can't have kids. So that's one less problem you have to deal with. And that's that's sad. That sucks and it's sad. And basically, how they gather, you find out later on in the movie how the red room gathers these women and girls mm-hmm. is basically their pond, or or either paid off or taken. Mm-hmm. because they do genetic testing on these girls when they're born to find out if they're a good fit. And if they're a good fit, they'll either take the child from the parents or the mother, or they'll pay them off. And in Natasha's case, her mother, I think they were paid off, but her mother kept looking for her. Yes. And was relentless about it mm-hmm. and kept going and kept going till it became a major issue. Cause normally like they were saying normally the Red Room wouldn't take an issue to one single woman doing hunting them down. But apparently Natasha's mom was so relentless, they had to take her out. Yep. Because she became that much of a problem. And I'm like, damn, what'd she do though? Yep. Outside of like trying to hunt them down and I'm sure trying to expose them and probably almost succeeded, especially if the fact that they had to take her out to stop it. Stop yeah. her. She was definitely uh, a threat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so you found that out. A little bit about Natasha's story. Um, of course, this place, this movie takes place right after Civil War. Yes. Mostly, anyway. And um, then right before Infinity War. Yeah, right before Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Majority of the movie. And at the very end, it kind of goes back to during Infinity War and shit. Or after. One of the two. I can't remember. I think at the end, it, it it's right before the events of Infinity War, like literally right before. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So from there, stuff happens. You come back, you come back to the adults, adult Natasha. She's in hiding because of fucking Ross, General Ross and his bitch ass is still hunting down Natasha. Because like, Natasha, the fugitive, the, the, the Sokovia Accords. Fuck you and your Sokovia Accords. Yep. Fuck you, Ross. I think they said um, at the time of this movie, the only ones that they needed to find was Natasha and Steve, Steve Rogers. Yep. Um, So she's in hiding. And then because originally she was supposed to go to the Budapest room, Mm -hmm. but she ended up going to Norway. It was Norway. Um, If in this movie, find out what happened in Budapest. Finally. Yep. (laughs) Um, so, oh gosh. Okay. So we cut to Natasha's sister, quote unquote, the little girl that she was posing as siblings with. She's a, she's a widow, obviously. And she is being basically mind controlled because mm-hmm. unlike, so the different, so these two widows were brainwashed differently. Natasha was used by used psychological warfare and psychological um, manipulation, while her sister, um, I can't think of her name. Her name's Elena. Elena mm-hmm. was not used psychologically. She was used. She was uh, controlled chemically. Yes. With a um, serum of some kind to make her basically a puppet for whatever the hell the leader of the Red Room wanted. Yep. She can't. She couldn't do anything about it. So her and the, her and some of these other black widows were trying to hunt down this one woman who had something that they were on the hunt for. Turns out this sub this something that this woman had was a substance like a dust that is a cure. It, it uh, stops the mind control. 
that are the, the now black widows are under the control of. Yeah. And the person that she, she ends up killing this person, this person used to be another widow, another black widow. And she blew the substance in her face and then the mind control was severed. So she was had for free will again. Mm-hmm. And then she took the stuff and she ran off and she went into hiding. So Natasha, when she got into Norway and was in her hideout place, she got all the mail from Budapest and she got the substance that her sister found in the mail. So when she was heading back in the town due to a, um, due to get gas for a power generator, she was attacked by the taskmaster. Yes. Which I'm like, Oh my God, the taskmaster. Now taskmaster in the MCU is a little different than the comic books. So yes. And spoilers, taskmaster is a woman. And again, yes. like, like the widow, she's controlled, but the taskmaster, if you guys don't know who that is, is a villain that knows every fighting style imaginable. And if they watch, or if he, or in this case, she, if she were to watch someone fight or get into a fight with somebody, she will be able to learn your fighting style and use it against you and predict your moves. Yep. So and that's why the taskmaster is like one of the most pain in the ass of villains of the Marvel. Yeah. Universe. And then like, the scene that they introduced the Taskmaster, you saw that they were watching a video of the Avengers, and it was a video of Hawkeye. Yeah. That so was like, I didn't know anything about the Taskmaster until this movie, and when I was told what they were able to do, I was like, yo, that is fucking, I'm sorry, that's fucking badass, <laughs> but dangerous he'd be able, too. He'd be able to copy anyone's yeah. fighting stuff, yeah. Just by watching it. That is Watching or fighting. It's or like fighting a computer- Fighting them, yeah, it's like a supercomputer. Yeah. They learn as you fight them. Yeah, it was so that was that's insane. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But this and this, the movie or in the MCU, they used it is a person who's being controlled rather mm-hmm. than somebody who can actually do that. Because in the comics, it's just it's an actual it's a person that's mm-hmm. able to do that. It's just a supervillain. Uh, but the fact they call it the um, Taskmaster Protocol or some shit. Mm-hmm. So, because they were trying to hunt down the um, black, uh, the black widow who got who disappeared, trying to hunt her down. So they sent out the Taskmaster. Natasha came across Taskmaster, and she's like, "What the fuck? What did I do?" And then she found the substance. She said, "Oh, you're after this." She took it. She ran. Then she went back to Budapest and found her sister at the Budapest hideout. And it's like a family reunion. Woo! Lovely family reunion, except there was the knives and guns, and guns, slamming, and, and got their they beat each other's asses, beat each other's ass. I was like, "Well, lovely, lovely family it's reunion." A good fighting sequence too. Oh yeah, no, the fighting sequences in this movie are fucking dope. Fucking top notch spy material. Mm-hmm. Like literally, the only thing they forgot is like Natasha's like signature thing where she wraps her legs around. Right. That was like the only thing missing. I was waiting I th- for it. Actually, she tried to do that with the Taskmaster, but the Taskmaster well, yeah, prevented Taskmaster, it. Yeah. She tried to do that with the Taskmaster, and that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was totally waiting for the whole leg, wrap around legs and leg flip thing like she did with the Winter Soldier and Civil War. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I was waiting for that. That's a good... Scarlett Johansson is iconic. Yes, she is. She's iconic as the Black Widow. Fighting. That's 
that I think that was a good that was a very that was a role that was like that was her role there's like certain people anybody could play certain roles but then there's like that one role and this I think this role was definitely made for her mm-hmm. period cuz I don't think I can ever now I can't see anyone else being black widow well I mean we'll get to that <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> so the so family reunion sister and then they find out more she finds out more about the substance Mm-hmm. And want and Natasha figures out what her sister went through because, as far as she's concerned, the leader of the Red Room is has been dead. Yeah, has been dead because she's because that's what the whole Budapest event was about. The Budapest event was Hawkeye and Natasha. This was Natasha's last mission to prove to Shield that she was that she wanted to be with Shield. Mm-hmm. So her and Hawkeye literally blew made Budapest into a war zone. To kill the guy in charge of the red room, yeah. And she planted the bomb inside of his, I guess, his office or whatnot. And she's like, "Do it, blow it up." She gave the word that blew up, but obviously he wasn't dead. But he got, she got his daughter. Yes, blew, yes. Blew up his little girl. Yeah. At first, you could tell that she was a little reluctant to do that because it, she, it was, it's a child. Yeah. Hmm. And I think Natasha knew he wasn't dead, even though she was kind of denial. Because she's like, "Oh yeah, he's dead." And his and her sister's like, "Did you find the body?" Oh, the body was vaporized. And she's like, "Hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. bet you're lying to yourself." So obviously he wasn't dead. No. So they found another red room, and she's like, "Where the fuck is this red room?" And they're so they both go on this hunt to find this other where the hell the red room is at now. So they decided to hunt down. Um, they break what's they break the Red Guardian out of prison. <laughs> yep. Who was who was their father figure? Yep. And they were spies in the United States back in the nineties. Yep. And then I think something that I didn't know because you know, as you know, I I'm not that familiar with like the comic books. Um, mm-hmm. but the Red Guardian is a super soldier. Yep. He's Russia's only super soldier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, because. Mm-hmm. I guess after seeing the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it we now know that there are other super soldiers out there. And seeing yeah. that there was one in this film, I thought that was pretty cool. Oh yeah, the Red Guardian is pretty lit. So um, they break out the Red Guardian now, Jill, because after when they went back to Russia back in the nineties, the Red Guardian he was basically thrown into jail. Mm-hmm. He was kind of betrayed and thrown aside, and he was thrown aside to rot in prison for the rest yeah. of his life. So Natasha and What's her name? I can't think of her name. Elena. Elena. I won't remember these names. You know what? Maybe it'd be smart if I brought up my notes. <laughs> be smart, you know, right? So Elena and Natasha broke him out. And then from there, they're like, okay, where do we go? And he's like, I don't know where this where this place is, but you know who's closer to the leader of the Red Guardian, leader of the Red Room is outside of me? Your mother. Who is her name is Melina. Melina, yes. Yes. So they they, they go, had they, they had to hunt down Melina. Yep. And Melina is unintentionally the one who made this mind control serum. Mm-hmm. She's been testing it on pigs. Yeah, can I can we like talk about that? Because when I saw I was like, whoa. Yeah. I was like because she has like the the pigs like kind of like in a maze, like you normally see lab rats in. 
Yeah. But like pigs are actually, um, from what I've been told, pigs are actually very smart animals. Yeah. So it was interesting seeing the pigs being controlled and then she shows them what her her device is capable of doing. I mean, she literally made the pig stop breathing. And it's just that was kind of like I think it was I know that was hard for me to watch. I was like, "Is this pig gonna die?" Yeah, but obviously she brought it back just in time. But Melina didn't know that her her um, the science that she was doing was being used to control women, right? Yes, right, and young girls and shit. Mm-hmm. So she's like, "I had no idea. I had no idea." But that's not that's my not my department. So they were at the house having a family reunion again or whatnot, and drama ensued. This family is real fucked up, by the way. They are, yes. They don't consider themselves family, but at the same time, they do consider themselves family. It's fucking weird. It's like they care about each other, but then they don't really want to say it, especially when it came to, like, Melina and the Red Guardian, Alexi. Yes, yes. Like, Alexi was like, oh, I... I didn't get to do the fun stuff. I was a super soldier, but yet I had to sit there and play dad. It was boring. And he said these things he said these things in front of Natasha and Alana. Yeah. But then like as the movie progresses, you see that it's like it's weird. Like, do you care about them or do you not? It's like He did. He did. I think yeah, he, he, he does. does, but that's like given the circumstances, they were both Russian spies. Um, they're not gonna have the same family dynamic like someone like like that we would have. Yeah, like a quote unquote normal family. And of course, on top of that, Melina is also a Black Widow as well. She She's is a much older Black Widow. And fun fact: the actress that plays Melina, uh, Rachel uh, Weiss, Weiss. She's from the Mummy. Is that her? It's okay. the wife from the Mummy. Yeah. Okay, I knew she looked familiar. Right? She's, Brandon, she's she's Brendan Fraser's wife in the movie. Yep, in the, the movie, hot yeah. one, the hot, the hot mom, one. Hot. The hot mom. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, the same actress. I'm like, I know that woman. Where have I seen this woman before? <gasps> oh my god, the mummy, the mummy. Yes, okay. I wasn't ready. Yeah, iconic legend. Okay, I see you. The mummy, the bisexual's dream. <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say that. It's like that's like the movie with Devin. He shares the meme. That's, one, like... that's one of my. That's one of my movies. One of the mm-hmm. movies. Bisexual energy to the max because everyone's hot. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's fucking hot in that movie. Oh my god. Um. So yeah, family reunion. Uh, Melina it alerts the red room of their presence, and you think, "Oh fuck, Melina betrayed them." Yep. Plot twist. No. So they finally go to the red room. They're like, oh my God, where's the red room? Oh, it's up in the sky. What? <laughs> I literally yep. said that. I'm like, what? What do you mean? No, bitch. It's a fortress in the sky. Because you're like, why would we be on the ground? That's stupid. Let's be in the sky. They're not going to find us there. That's true. I'm like, I didn't think of that. You motherfuckers. I was not expecting that. I should have expected that, but I didn't. That's dumb on my part. But so they went up to the red room and everyone gets separated. Jail. Uh, Elena gets, Elena gets, uh, potentially gets ex- almost gets her head cut open because they, they're trying to figure out what went wrong with her. Why is mm-hmm. she not being controlled? Cut her open, find the weakness. So they're going to cut her brain open and look at her brain and figure out what the hell's going on. And then Melina, um, 
was with the leader of the Red Room. Turns out Melina and Natasha switched places. <laughs> and they did some, and, some, they did something. They had these, like these devices that let them yeah, have each other's the, faces. Yeah, they had the same devices that were that want that Natasha used when she was posing as a Shield uh, Council woman for I think it was what movie? I think it was Civil War. Oh, okay, I think she, I remember she posed because she posed as the female leader of Shield. Yes, and she did that little mask off thing. It was like a hologram thing. Mm-hmm. So they use that same technology this again, but they switch. Melina switched with Natasha, so she was posing as Natasha and the other way around too. Um, so when the leader of the Red Room finds out, they have a they have a they have a moment They're like, oh my god, uh, and then Natasha tries to kick his ass. Yes, she can't, and she can't touch him, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yes. Why? She's like, how are you controlling me? And she, of course, she already knows. She's playing dumb. And you would think the leader of the Red Room would know better because he's the one that trained them how to do that. Mm-hmm. You would think that the whole, oh my God, what's going on? I don't know what that is. That's a ploy that she learned from the Red Room, obviously, because she learned everything that she does from there. So, you know, she's playing dumb. And it turns out that uh, the leader of the Red Room has a pheromone blocker which means in so much radius a black widow cannot harm him regardless if they're under the control of the serum or not yes uh because a it's a certain pheromone that blocks them from laying a hand on them so their bodies will stop before they hit him so she pisses him off gets punched in the face a few times after once slamming her face against the table to yes. try to block try to block that nerve that act that prevents her from punching him. She slams her face against the table. Oh yeah. Since you couldn't do it yourself, now I gotta finish it. And she slams her face against the table and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, and I'm not gonna starts- I was gonna say I'm not gonna lie, Devin. That that scene where he was punching her, I was like, whoa. And she was taunting him. Yeah, she's doing it on purpose. I now. was like, girl, you better Okay, but then when she she slammed her face into the to the his desk, I was like, oh. I love Natasha in the, in the fact that she knows how to play dumb. Mm-hmm. And she's and she plays into the person she's trying to either get information out of or get certain things out of. And she plays the I'm the dumb one, I'm the innocent one, and then she flips the script and fucks her shit up. I was so I was like, oh, she's doing it. I'm like, I know she's doing it. I see you want. I see Natasha. You're doing the shit you always do. Hell yeah. I love it. Or she antagonizes them. Like my favorite. One of my favorite scenes is still, I think it's what? The first Avengers? Mm-hmm. Where she's dealing with the mafia and she's on the phone. Hey, I'm dealing yes. with something right now. Yes, when she's <laughs> tied tra- up to the chair. Yep. Yeah, she's like, she's they're giving they're giving me the full treatment. And it's just kind of she's like unimpressed by it. I love that about Natasha. <laughs> the whole like, yes. I'm fucking bored. Is this it? I yes. I love that the the uh, the disres- the insulting disrespect disrespectfulness. I love. Oh. But Natasha kind of does the same thing here, antagonizes them, has to finish the job, and then when she does that, after she slams her face on the table, she beats the shit out of or tries oh, to. She she yeah. lays a good few punches on that motherfucker. Ooh, it was kind of satisfying to watch. Not gonna lie, it was satisfying. So good. Uh, and during all this, the rest of them are trying to find ways to bring down the Red Room from the sky. 
Mm-hmm. Make an emergency landing. <laughs> and of course, the red the guy who owns the red room or running the red room tells her tells Natasha his whole plan that there are millions and millions and millions of girls from around the fucking world. They're all black widows in hiding, ready to strike. And I'm just like, though, that's fucked. That's kind of scary, actually. It's very scary because they had that. He brought up the whole program, and you can see all the little red dots were the black widows. And I was like, are you? That's a lot. Like, if you decide to activate them, that's a that's an Avengers issue right there because mm-hmm. there'd be millions of these women and girls just going off killing killing people relentlessly because black widows are are um, vicious. They are vicious. I mean, they're like they're like Natasha. But I think Natasha is probably one of the best ones they've had. Because mm-hmm. he because he, he's very fond. The leader is very fond of her, especially. Because he's like, oh man, if I can get control of you. I have control of an Avenger. Yeah, and he's like, well, did you just imagine what I could do? Um, so the ship starts going down. She tries to kill him. It doesn't work because all the other Black Widows come in. And they all start beating the shit out of her. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was like, oh, my gosh. But did you see how Natasha was handling her own against yeah. a bunch of Black Widows? It was like, she like, was still putting up a fight. Like, yeah, it was like 10 of them or some shit. It was a yeah. large number of them. And she was holding her own for a good hot minute. Yeah. I was like, damn. Ass. I was like, Natasha is pretty damn strong. People don't give Natasha Romanoff enough credit, honestly. Not gonna lie, I slept on Natasha a little bit. I did. Yeah, yeah, you slept on her. Yeah. I did before. A lot this of movie. people did. A lot of people mm-hmm. did. And I'm like, yes, Natasha is human, but she could still fuck a bitch up. And I know now she can, because she was <laughs> able to hold herself against ten black widows. Hell, the moment that got me that I'm like, you know what? I'm sleeping on Natasha. Was it was I think it was the first Avengers movie where she was talking to Loki, and she played the whole "Oh my God, you're going to destroy the world" just sitting playing to Loki's ego mm-hmm. to get what she wanted because she can read people like a fucking book. Yeah, get any information she wants out of them, and during with certain methods. So it's like you know I'm like you know what Natasha might not be no god or uh, have a super suit or be fucking like a genius level smarts but she can read people and manipulate people to do whatever the fuck she wanted yes so it's like people be sleeping on her and that is disrespectful because wanda not wanda i keep saying wanda natasha is fucking bomb oh yeah definitely it makes me now sad that she is dead in the mcu right mm-hmm I love Natasha, and I was probably out of all my friends, I was probably one of the few of them that was like, "Oh my god, Black Widow's dead!" What? Well, I mean, I was sad too as Natasha. You know, she's like, you know, she's the OG. She's one of the OGs. I love Natasha. She's great. She'll always be one of my. She's in one of my favorite Avengers lists. She's I think. There. I think I was more upset with Natasha being dead because they never really got to finish the whole. Yeah. Nat and Banner thing. Oh, that's never going to fucking be finished. I so- would never. They're never going to finish it now. They can't because <laughs> she's dead. She's and I still, dead. I'm still upset. What the fuck is the lullaby and why was the lullaby a thing? Where did that start? How did that start? Who figured that out? Mm-hmm. I want to know everything about the lullaby from fucking Age of Ultron. God damn it! I'm still upset about 
the lullaby of what the fuck it, it is. The sun's going low. What? Well, okay, why? <laughs> why did I say hello? I need answers. We never got them. We probably we never. Will. We never will. Well, we know we never will unless you know they decide to do something with with Banner. But True. I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna do anything with with Banner. I know the next thing I I think I saw you post. They're gonna do She Hulk. Yeah, She Hulk will have Banner in it. Okay, but and then, mm-hmm. but that's more than that's. I mean, She Hulk is set in the present day. The MCU oh, okay, past. okay. Unless they decide to do another Black Widow movie, because they had talked about potentially how well, depending on how well this movie does, potentially maybe doing a another Black Widow movie set at a different point in time in the MCU timeline. Mm-hmm. Still in the past, though, obviously. Now, would it take you think would it take place after the the events of the first Black Widow movie? I have no idea. My guess, I would want to go back to like Age of Ultron. Yeah. Or after the first Avengers movie or something. Mm-hmm. But that just depends on if they want to do all that or not. So shit's going down. One uh Natasha's doing her doing her bad thing. Being being a bad bitch. Yes. And Taskmaster's coming in, still fighting her, targeting her, whatever. And they trap the they trap the Taskmaster in a cell, but Natasha ends up letting them loose because mm-hmm. he's because she has a she has grief with the taskmaster because it turned out turns out the taskmaster is the leader of the red room's daughter yeah the one that that died supposedly yeah. in the bo- in the explosion yeah and now she's just used as a puppet and Tasha feels responsible for that but to me she partially is yeah but then but, it's, it's also like you know the leader of the red room that is so fucked up too that he he did that to his own daughter. Yeah. But then I'm not surprised because I, why wouldn't he? Because he wants to have all these these like essentially slaves. Yeah. Um He wants to have this control. So it at at the same time though I thought it was fucked up I wasn't surprised that he did it to his daughter. Yeah, it's true. Then he was talking about how he had to put her face back together. I was like, oh, oh, oh. yeah. I was like, that's kind of gross, man, but okay. Yeah, Yeah, and you could tell that her face was pretty messed up. She's seen some better days. Yeah. But Taskmaster was still a thing. And the building was falling apart. The leader of the Red Room was trying to escape. Then one of the most satisfying things that happened was he did die. Yes, and this in a time blaze of glory and for good. Deceased, he's crispy. He was crisp. He was burned to ashes. Oh yeah, he ex- he died in an explosion. Because mm-hmm. the ship he tried to get, he tried to take off and exploded. Yep, ten minutes. So he did. And the building was falling apart, and everyone was falling. Oh my god! And Natasha's being the badass as she is. We're just yes. falling down debris, fighting the Taskmaster as yes. they were falling. <laughs> yes, I was like, oh my gosh. She even, um, at one point, she got a parachute because Elena kind of like was trying to sacrifice herself in order to get the plane to blow up that had the leader of the Red Room in. Yeah. Natasha actually like dove down in the air, 
to yeah. her, put the parachute on her, and then released it, and then she hung on for a little bit with her, but then she saw the Taskmaster coming after her. Yeah. And then she let go of Elena, and then she just went back at it with the Taskmaster. Yep, and then they landed on the ground after a parachute and flying off of debris and stuff. And mm -hmm. uh, she, Natasha took the uh, dust, the, yeah. the, the antidote, and freed the Taskmaster from her father's control. And you could see the relief on her face. And literally yeah. the first thing she asks, is he gone? Yeah. And Natasha's like, yeah, he's gone. So the Taskmaster's freed. All the other Black Widows in the, that was on the Red Room were all freed. And the leader of the Red Room was dead. Yep, and then there was one vial left of the antidote yep. that and then Natasha gave to Elena. To give to Melina to, to make more. Mm -hmm. And to travel the world and release all the Black Widows from the control. Yeah, because when the building was falling down, N Natasha was able to get into the the program that the leader of the red room had and she was able to transfer everything over yep she has all the names of all mm -hmm. black widows around the world yep and from there the movie kind of ends pretty much there i mean she gets a jet she got she's already blonde this is leading up into um uh infinity, infinity war, war. i'm yep. not gonna lie when she came back with the blonde i was like and she they finally you know where she got the little jacket from her little vest was from yes. Elena. Because I was trying to figure out, I was like, okay, didn't didn't Natasha wear this in one of the movies? And then when that scene came, and I was like, I hadn't, I never really cared for the blonde hair before. But then seeing it again, I was like, yes. Yeah. That blonde hair works. And because Scarlett Johansson is also naturally blonde. That's true. She had the bob. She had the bob. She had a little bob going. Come on. Yes. So the movie pretty much ends there. Mm -hmm. After everything's said and done, she basically came down, distracted Ross, because Ross was hunting her down, distracted Ross for Elena and everyone else to run off and escape. And then she was just there with Ross. And of course, we jumped to two weeks later where she's already blonde and she's taking the jet back to the other event, back to the Avengers. Yeah, to break and, them out of prison. Yeah, to break them out of prison like she did, like she did in the Infinity War. Yep. And then the credits roll. Yep. Now we get into the after credits scene. Yes. <laughs> the after credit scene shows Elena, the black black widow Elena, um walking to Natasha's grave. And of course yes. if you can watch Endgame, Natasha is not um her body is not on Earth, obviously. Yeah. So they made a grave for her. Sister visit her grave, and of course she's like mourning over the death, and then you see a very familiar face. Yes. Uh, Valentina. Yes, Miss Valentina. Miss Valentina or Val from from Hawkeye. Uh, not Hawkeye. Falcon and the Wonder Soldier. Yes. Miss Valentina is basically another Nick Fury type figure. And she's hunting down superheroes or whatnot. She's already gathered the U.S. agent and, this, and the new Falcon. Okay, so this. Okay. Because I know that. I know that that uh, ending cutscene happened after the events of Endgame. Yes. Um, so is this before the Falcon and the Winter Soldier? I think it's after. Or is it after? Hmm. I think it's after. 
or around the same time. I think it's a- actually, I think it's after. Okay. I think because or because Black Widow's already been uh, Lena's Black Widow's already been working for Valentina for a while. Okay. Okay. They mentioned that. So okay, Valentina yeah. has been going around hunting people for a team. So she's already got the U.S. agent who is her basically her Captain America, mm-hmm. and then you got the Falcon. Because the Falcon gave his old wings over to this new guy. Yeah, Taurus. Taurus, he's known. He's gonna be known. He's gonna be the Falcon, the new Falcon, or whatnot. Yeah. And then he had. Then she has a Black Widow. Oh, okay. And she's making a team, which I'm gonna get into. I'm gonna get into in a second. What kind of team that's gonna be? Yes, <laughs> please, please. So, and then from there, it talks about Elena talking about I want to raise, and Valentina's like, Yeah, so do I. I love her. She's so snarky. I love yes. Valentina. She's such a she's such a fucking bitch. And I love she her. is, yes. And then she's like, I have some I have your next mission. Something you're probably gonna want to know. And she's like, Oh, what's that? And she brings up uh this is the person that's responsible for your sister's death, Hawkeye. Yep. So her next mission is to go and hunt down and kill Hawkeye. Ooh. 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 Now, I Team. think Ooh. isn't isn't Hawkeye supposed to be getting his own show? Yep. Yep. So this he gets could, his own. He gets his own show this year. So that could this that could be tying into. Uh huh. Could be. Yeah. Could be. So a little bit about Valentina. If you all don't know, Valentina uh, in the comics, she is one. She's one of the people that had the name Madame Hydra. Hmm. Um. What she's doing right now. Is gathering the super these superhumans or super or people that are with unique set of skills to form a group. The group she's either forming. People have talked about the Dark Avengers. I don't think it's Dark Avengers. Mm-hmm. I think it's the Thunderbolts. Okay. So think of the Thunderbolts like Marvel's Suicide Squad. Okay. If you will, okay. not necessarily the same thing. They're not like they're not all villains that are forced to do these things. But the Thunderbolts are basically a group that will do certain missions that other groups won't do. Because, mm-hmm. like, the Avengers won't purposely go out and kill somebody. Right. Or purposely do horrid, like, violent acts. Or right. The Thunderbolts then, would. Yeah, that makes a good point. Because, you know, with the, the U.S. agent, at the time when he was Captain America yeah. in the Falcon and Winter Soldier, he actually killed yeah, someone. He killed and, somebody. Yeah. and that shook everybody. Because that's not what oh, Captain yeah. that's not what Captain America is supposed to do. Mm-hmm, so I can see that, yeah. Yeah. So basically, she's gathering a group that will do certain things that the even the vendors won't do. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of their Nick Fury figure. Okay. And I'm real excited about it because Valentina's everything. <laughs> <laughs> she's so funny. So now we got a new Black Widow in the MCU. It is Elena. Yes. Elena. So she'll be the new Black Widow as of right now. Not necessarily in the Avengers, but probably in this new group who I think is going to be the Thunderbolts. Mm-hmm. Now, who who are the other members of the Thunderbolts? So we're going into the Thunderbolts. I think the Thunderbolts um, roster is going to be different than the comics, obviously. Mm-hmm. Let me see, because I don't think a Black Widow is part of the Thunderbolts, per se. Uh, let me see. Thunderbolts had uh, formerly the Winter Soldier, Taskmaster. No, it had a Black Widow. Never mind. Oh, the Taskmaster was in that? Taskmaster was in it, yep. Oh. 
So the Thunderbolts consists have consisted of Taskmaster, formerly the Winter Soldier, Black Widow, Luke Cage, Citizen Five, Hawkeye, uh, Moonstar, Norman Osborn, Songbird. It currently has Mr. Fear, Mr. Hydra, Star, Manbull, Grizzly, a bunch of different groups. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. Who do they have former members of? Um, They had Black Widow. Oh. Elena, yeah, she was part of the black. She was part of the Thunderbolts. So my guess is they're going to do the Thunderbolts, yeah. Okay, because they did have Elena's Black Widow in the Thunderbolts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my go. So here's my here's my idea. That the next members are going to gather. Okay, I think Valentina is going to show up for quite some time. Yes, so she has got herself a Falcon. She's got herself a Captain America copy or U.S. agent. She got herself a Black Widow. I think she's going to get herself an Abomination. Oh, now, do you have any kind of theory on who that abomination might be? Abomination as in the supervillain from the Hulk? Oh, I th- I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I forgot that because I'm, I'm yeah. not very familiar with the Hulk. But now that now you said the, abom- the abomination that does bring him. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry about Cause that. Because I, th- I think he's coming back for the She-Hulk series. Yeah. Because Bruce Banner's going to be in that. So I think Abomination's going to come back in the She-Hulk series mm-hmm. and i think that she's going to get abomination to join the group okay because she needs her her hulk thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and as far as the thor or the thor and um iron man i mean there's gonna be the armor wars show coming out soon of like uh the oh god what's the show it's called let me look up the names disney is that the one with War Machine? I think it is. Marvel shows. All right. Okay, here we go. So you have uh, Armor Wars. So that one's going to have. Uh, it's based on the Armor Wars comic. So. I guess it's going to be an Iron Man story. What the fuck? But I have a feeling it's going to be somebody. She's going to get a copy of like the uh, another Iron Man type character. Well, you don't think she would get War Machine? Because War Machine, like, even though he's an Avenger, he's not like top. I w- I'm not going to try and you say, but he's not like up there like with like Tony Stark. and. I don't think she would. Mm-hmm. I think she I think she'd get Hawkeye before that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a theory, too, because she's been getting heroes and people who have done, who want to right their wrongs. And Hawkeye has done a lot of that. So there's a theory that she might get Hawkeye as well. You think that's why she gave that picture to Elena? Maybe. I don't know. Because it looked like her job was to get Elena to try and kill him. But at the same time, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, maybe not. Maybe he's trying to recruit him. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Have him join the Thunderbolts. Or yeah. whatever group she's doing. I think it's the Thunderbolts, personally. Um, and I like... Okay, I can't remember. Was Valentina... Didn't they mention Valentina and relationship with Nick Fury? Um, I don't know. I don't remember off the top of my head. Because the first, like, the first time that we had seen Valentina was in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I don't know if they touched on that. I think they did. I'm going to double check them on the good. 
when I saw that purple hair in the in the ending cutscene, I was like, "Oh, I know where this is going." Because <laughs> mm-hmm. Devin was telling me like Devin saw the movie before me. I literally just saw the movie right before we recorded this, and I was like, "Make sure you watch it to the very end because it kind of it kind of ties into the Falcon and the Winter Soldier." And I was like, at first, expecting something to do with um, either Bucky or um, oh my god, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. What, what is what is not what what is the new captain? Sam. <laughs> So, so why why did I not think of that, Sam? Sam yeah, I'm so sorry, Sam. I'm sorry. How dare you, Anthony <laughs> Mac? Anthony Mackie, you probably don't want to be friends with me anymore after hearing that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I was expecting something like that. But then when I saw the purple hair, I was like, oh, Valentina. Yeah, yeah. And I was that, like, okay, that bitch, yeah. okay. I love that Valentina is played by what's her face from um from Seinfeld. Yes. Yes. What's your good <laughs> choice? I was like, what the fuck is she doing here? This is everything. I'm yes. living. And she's just so st- she's such a good contrast to Nick Fury. Yes, it's she is. So good. It's good. Because Nick Fury is a kind of a dick, but like a dick in like a helpful way. Well, Valentine is like, you're gonna do what I want because I got I don't got time to waste. And you call me Valentina, I'll beat your ass. Yes. <laughs> I feel like she would beat his ass. Mm-hmm. Because unlike Nick Fury, who tries to give you tough love, Valentina would just beat your ass. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh god, I just want to know more about Valentina because I feel like she does have a connection to Nick Fury, an obvious one, I'm sure. But like, I just want to know more. Yes. And, uh, I just want to know more about this group too. So we're gonna get the Thunderbolts and maybe the possibly the Young Avengers. Okay, yes, yes. Because, ma- because majority of the young Avengers have already made their appearances in the MCU. That's true. And I, I know which one you're talking about. We're not gonna talk about her just yet because we're not we haven't talked about her. that show. Uh yeah, um I'm not trying to talk in talk talk other shows, but someone in Loki. Him. Huh? Him. I'm talking about her. Who's her? I'm talking about Kid Loki. I'm talking about I'm I thought the Young Avengers or is it was the Young Avengers? No, I don't think Lady Loki was in the Young Avengers. No, it was Kid Loki. Okay, I'm thinking of some other Avenger type group that Enchantress was in. Uh, Enchantress is a villain, as far as I'm concerned. Well, no, so I don't want to talk about because we're not talking about Loki, but <laughs> well, I mean, so, I mean, I don't think Sylvia was part of any groups though. Yeah, she was. Am I blind? Am I stupid? Shit. Yeah, she was. I need to do my research. I need to do more research on Enchantress. <laughs> and that way, next week, because we don't want, we're not going to spoil it for you. Or we're going to just, we are going to be talking about Loki, but we're going to wait till the finale. We're going to wait till the finale to give our whole recap of the series. Oh, God. Yeah. But yes. Mm-hmm. So, yes, go watch this movie. It's a good movie. I think it's especially a good movie. You, especially if you like Black Widow. Yes, if you're a fan of Natasha, check out this movie. I I'm not because like I said, though I d- I wasn't like totally in love with it like Devin. I still think it's a good movie and it had really good action sequences. And the storyline, man, it got me it had me feeling fucked. I was like, what the fuck? It has a lot of feels in this movie. Yeah, 
And then have the some comedy in it too. Yeah. Oh, some fun. They've had some real funny parts in this movie too. I fucking loved when Elena kept teasing or making fun of Natasha for. She's like, "You gonna do the pose? You gonna do the, the pose? Po- the, what the like- fuck do you mean? The whole pose and you flip your hair back." Yep, she's like, you're such, you're such a poser. <laughs> and then when she so posed, good. she's like, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking good. Then the just, fucking, uh, the, the Red Guardian, he was funny as fuck. He's conceited as fuck. I fought Captain America. No, you didn't. He was still he's on like, the ice was, in the 90s. Wasn't he frozen? <laughs> <laughs> and then he broke the guy's hand. He broke his hand. I was dying. <laughs> it's so fucking good. There was some, I was pleasantly surprised with the comedy in this movie. There yeah, was just some had, good one-liners and some good jokes. Yes, it was, it, like I said, I wasn't expecting any kind of comedy to be in this movie because I feel like when I think of Natasha, I kind of think of something a little bit more serious. Though the film yeah. was serious, but the comedy yeah. that they did have in it was so, so funny. I loved it. Um, one of my favorite jokes was one of my favorite f- parts I thought was really funny was when um, the Red Guardian put on his suit yes. he walks out and he's flaunt and he's like posing and flaunting and shit and Melina's like you've gotten fat you've gotten fat <laughs> then he's like I've been in prison for a while I have lots of energy and Tasha's like I don't want to hear that <laughs> yes. you can tell that Melina and um, Alexi is his name they still have like they still have feelings. Yeah. yeah. And then even when she broke him out of prison, he was like, oh, I just want <laughs> to. Right, 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 right. I was like, oh, my gosh. They're like, we'll put you. We'll, they're like, we'll put you back. <laughs> we'll fucking do it. Yep. <laughs> then I also like speaking of the Red Guardian, when he was going, when he was breaking out of prison, when Natasha and Alina were breaking him out, everybody was chasing don't make a scene. You made a scene, didn't you? They're like, the Red Guardian is escaping. <laughs> I just love the touch. Like, don't make a scene. Yep. You're just, you're just busting through and running for his life and crowd of prisoners and guards are following. You made a scene, didn't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that so much. Yes. It's just so comical gold. And I love how conceited and stupid the Red Guardian is. Oh, yeah. He's so full of himself. He's a lo- He's a lovable buffoon, and I love it. Yep. And fun fact, they're thinking that there's talk. I guess they're in talk they're in talking about doing more stuff with the Red Guardian. Okay. I guess. So supposedly I think I think it was the actor who talked about it. That apparently the executives are talking about potentially doing more stuff with the Red Guardian. And I'm like, I'm here for you. Yes. It. Yes, bring him back. It. Yes. I love the Red Guardian. I don't think he'd be lit. Yeah, he he's pretty lit. So yes, go watch Black Widow. Enjoy yes. the movie. It's the first Marvel we've had in over in over a year, year and a half. Yeah, it is. Because like as you guys know, this movie was supposed to come out in May of 2020. Yeah. I originally had planned for that movie to be the last movie that I was going to see in the movie theaters, but then you know that ended up being Sonic the Hedgehog because of Miss mm-hmm. Rona. Um. Uh, and I'll, I'm not going to lie, at first I didn't want to watch this movie because I was excited to see it, and then how they kind of held off. I was like, I don't know if I want to watch this movie now. But then, you know, I was like, you know what? I'll watch it. And I watched it, and like I said, I, I wasn't 100% for it, but still not a bad movie. I think it's something you should watch, especially if you're a Marvel fan. 
should definitely check it out. I'll give you, I'll give you your Marvel fix outside the TV series. That's true because, as you guys know, um, this episode's gonna go out on the um twelfth. Yeah. The eleventh. Or I'm sorry, the eleventh today. Today, yeah, Sunday. Yeah. Sorry, I got my dates mixed up. <laughs> okay, yeah. But uh, this is going out on the eleventh, and that that means uh, this that we have one more episode of Loki. So then, I don't know when the next Marvel show isn't it? What if? Uh, yes, the What If series, and I can't wait for that. We might actually talk about that one too. Oh hell yeah! What do you mean? You already know because Devin he oh, posted ready. about it t- today on Facebook. We're ready. We I'm know ready to see Peter it. Parker at the Sorcerer Supreme. I'm oh ready. yeah, that's I'm gonna ready. be that's gonna be so interesting. So so interesting, and I can't wait to see T'Challa as Star Lord. Lord, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chadwick. Ch- <laughs> yes, Chadwick. Ch- rest in peace. Literally, his like one of his last roles. Right. So he- this. Oof, I'm sorry that that just brought my feels up. <laughs> so this movie is kickstarting Marvel's films for the next couple years. Okay. Uh, the next movie coming out in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is September 3rd with Shane Sheen, A Legend of the Ten Rings. Yes, I want to see that I'm one. I'm excited because the, the actor is fine. Anyway. Hold on, let me look. I'm about to look up right actor now. The actor is fine. Is that Shane Chi? Shane Chi, The Legend of the Ten Rings. And The Legend of the Ten Rings. Oh, okay, let me oh, see. What yeah. Okay. He is fine. Oh, Sumalu? Sumalu. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ben mm-hmm. Kingsley's in this. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm peeping the cast. I like. Aquafina yeah. is in this. Okay. Hell yeah, she is. I'm so excited. I love her. Okay, Aquafina, you better work. So, Shane Chi comes out September 3rd. The Eternals comes out November 5th. I'm excited for that too. Oh, fuck it. Angelina Jolie, fuck girl. And then. Angelina Jolie, yes. Spider-Man No Way Home, December 17th. Ending the year with Spider-Man. And also, we can't forget, we're forgetting one more important Marvel movie. Yeah, I mean, I know which one you're going to go. Yes. Um, Daddy Venom. Oh, yeah. Venom. My hubby, September 24th. Let There Venom, Be Carnage. Let There Be Carnage. Yeah, I don't care is, what they say. Let there, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Venom movies are part of the MCU. They are. They are. Yeah. Because because I mean they're not maybe maybe they're not right now but they're they're keeping it very vague and de- and unattached on purpose so I don't know because there's already been talk that they're going to mix them in anyway because Disney yeah. and Marvel Disney and Sony are playing ball and now they want to incorporate Marvel uh, Venom and the other villain movies into the MCU and I'm like and people are just like oh they're not part of the same I'm like I always knew they were. They kept it. They kept it very vague. They put Eddie Brock in fucking California when he was supposed to be in New York, in New York on purpose mm-hmm. to make his own movies and not say, "Oh, it's not part of the MCU." When it could easily just refit perfectly into the MCU. That's true. They did that shit on purpose, and that's all their game plan. I saw it. I see you. And I'm so I'm just I'm so ready for Venom because you know Tom Hardy. He, he mm, we are not friends. See that? Devin, <laughs> Devin used my ter- We are not friends. Me and yeah. Tom Hardy are not yeah. friends. Yeah, me and Tom Hardy are not friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, me and Tom Hardy aren't friends either, but you know, I'm just stepping to the side for a friend. <laughs> for a friend. Yeah, me and Tom Hardy are not friends. Yeah. And I just love him as Venom. Is I still I'm, like once I watch Venom, because that's another that's another movie I need to watch. How do, oh that's a that's a hate crime. I never got around to it. I'm sorry. That's a, that, that's a hate. That's a hate crime that you haven't seen Venom. I haven't seen it yet because I was I didn't start really 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 investing into uh, superhero movies or like anything Marvel related until maybe like around the same time Black Panther came out. Venom was out after that, Miss Thing. I know that, but like I didn't start getting until like then. But that's when I started, and then once I. W- well, before I even watched Black Panther, I decided to go back and watch a couple more of the older movies. So, of course, at this point, I had already seen Thor because I really like the Thor movies. Um, but I started going back and I watched like the Avengers and I watched. Um, well, I tried, as you guys know, I attempted to watch Cap- the first Captain America movie. Never. Yeah, you only never, need to watch the last 20 minutes. All that matters. OK, then I'll do that. And then um, I just kind of went from there. And then finally, after I watched Black Panther, I think at this point, that's when Infinity War came out. But see, there's still some there's still some Marvel movies that I need to watch. Like, I need to go back and watch both Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy movies. I need to watch. Wait, hold up. You haven't seen the Guardians films? No, I haven't. I haven't seen. Girl, you have. You have. You have Disney Plus and no excuse. I know. That's why I'm going back. I just started watching, even though they're they're not officially in the MCU just yet. I just started watching some of the X Men um, movies. The like the uh, I haven't watched First Class. I kind of watched them backwards. I watched Apocalypse, then um, Days of Future Past, and then I'm gonna go back and watch First Class. Watch but First I'm, Class. It's really good. Mm-hmm. But I'm really better X Men movies. Yeah, I'm really enjoying those movies compared. Now, no shade to the original trilogy, but I'm really enjoying these movies. More than I did the original trilogy. And then eventually I'll get to... Uh, I know I'm going to watch Venom before. I'm going to watch Venom before I see Let There Be Carnage. So have you, have you watched The Dark Phoenix? No, I haven't watched... See, and that's because I've heard mixed things about The Dark Phoenix. So... We're getting a little, we're getting a little off top. I mean, because we're already done talking about the movies. We can just talk about Marvel. Yeah. But... The X-Men Dark Phoenix, when it came out in 2019, mm-hmm. f- unpopular opinion, people, fight me all you fucking want. <laughs> it's the cuffs, come, I will fight you. I'll fight a bitch. Um, Dark Phoenix is not as bad as he'll make it out to be. Mm-hmm. Is it the Dark Phoenix saga story? No, it's not. It's not at all. Not even a little bit. But is it a decent movie if you could take yourself out of the fact that it's supposed to be the Dark Phoenix saga? Mm-hmm. If you take yourself out of it and pretend it's not named the Dark Phoenix and named X-Men f- uh, 4 or 5 or whatever, mm-hmm. if, you think, if you think of it just as another X-Men movie and not connected to the Dark Phoenix saga and it just happens to have the Phoenix in it, mm-hmm. you'll have a lot better time. Okay. I didn't hate the movie. Uh, it's not Dark Phoenix in any way, shape, or form. And if, in of course, in that case, in that aspect of it, it's the ter- it's terrible. But if you take yourself out of that and just watch it as a movie, as an X Men movie, it's actually not half bad. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I have not watched it since I saw it in theaters, and yeah. it's on Disney Plus. So one of these days, I'm gonna rewatch it to see if my 
in my opinion, still stand on that. But as of right now, since it's all in theaters, it's not as bad as people make it out to be. It's not one. It's not the best X Men movie in the world, but it's not the worst either. Mm-hmm. They are far worse. The Last Stand, I think, is way worse than Dark Phoenix. Oh, The Last Stand is pretty bad. <laughs> the Last Stand is the worst X Men movie period, and people were because I know people were saying, "Oh no, X Men Dark Phoenix is the worst." And I'm like, "No, The Last Stand was the worst. The Last Stand was like a mistake. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, that was not even Dark Phoenix. They didn't mean give any notion of Phoenix, and they made Phoenix this alternate personality. At least in the Dark Phoenix, they acknowledge that it's a cosmic entity. Yes. So, like, I will give them credit for at least doing that. And not the bullshit that didn't last stand. So, like, fight me. I will there was, fight. like, a, a lot of things going on in, in the last stand. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? So much. I will I will take a line of fighting now for, Dark Fe- for the Dark Phoenix opinion. I'm ready. Come for me. Let's go. All right, guys. If you guys have a problem with what Devin just said, email us at houseofthevoid at gmail.com or DM us on Twitter at vibingthevoid. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, t- I'll take fighting requests right now. And also, the New Mutants wasn't terrible either. Fight me. The New Mutants was just confusing. Well, mm-hmm. you probably will, you, I will. I know you probably will never watch the New Mutants because it's kind of a horror film. Yeah, but like it's really good though. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I like it. It had potential. Again, it's not the worst X Men movie, but it's not the best either. It had good potential. Mm-hmm. And it's just fun seeing some of these characters that I absolutely love. So again, fight me. I'll be taking requests. <laughs> fight Club UFC. Oh, all right, <laughs> I'm ready to see. Because <laughs> like, these are unpopular opinions, and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I know you don't. That's why you know uh, I'm gonna stand on the side and be the referee. And also another side opinion: Lady Thor, Jane Foster's Thor is one of the best Thors. You know, I'm gonna have Period. to wait. I'm gonna wait and see Love and Thunder, and I'll get back to you on that. Now, I don't know about Natalie Portman. I don't know about all that, but in the comic but I'll, books, I'll Jane Foster's Thor is badass. Okay, I'll look into Miss Jane Foster in the comics, and I'll get back to you on that. People were sleeping on Jane Foster's Thor like hardcore. Mm-hmm. But again, that's an unpopular opinion. <laughs> and on top of that, on side notes, some of our time on popular opinions. If you are mad at the fact that She Hulk might end up being might be breaking the fourth wall and you think, Oh, not the Deadpool thing. Deadpool's the only one that could do that. Sweetheart. She Hulk was doing that before Deadpool did. Oh, as people are talking about the little news in the She Hulk series, they're talking about how she might, the character might be breaking the fourth wall in the TV series. Mm-hmm. Kind of a reference to She Hulk back in the eighties, uh, okay. comic series that she had. Cause she break, she talked to the reader. Mm-hmm. She would directly address the reader all the time. Because mm-hmm. she broke the fourth wall. And she did that way before Deadpool was even a fucking thing. And when that was announced that she might be doing that in the series, people are like, that's Deadpool's thing. I don't, or one person's like, I don't care if she did that first. That's still Deadpool's thing. I'm like, sweetie, Deadpool's not the only character that could break the fourth wall in Marvel. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of characters that do that. And She-Hulk is one of them. And honestly, She-Hulk did it first. I'm like, get the fuck over yourself. So again, if you want to fight me, email us or message me on Twitter. I'll fight you. <laughs> I'll fight you with facts. Oh my gosh. Yep. Oh my god, there should be a segment. Devin's unpopular opinions. <laughs> Devin's unpopular opinion. We should start adding some little segments to <laughs> the podcast. Like awesome. one one of the segments is like our random conversations, which 
uh, yes. in a couple weeks. In a couple weeks, we'll have one. Yes. Also, on Papa opinion, pickles are gross. Unless they're fried. For I some mean, reason. Don't. You're not you're not lying about that. I don't understand how anyone could be in the mood for a pickle. <laughs> yeah, My yeah, God, just Devin's unpopular opinions. I love that. Devin's unpopular opinions and well, I, I need a segment. Um hmm. <laughs> We are not friends. We are not friends with Shay. Because <laughs> there's a long list of there's male celebrities list. who we are not friends, friends. with. Okay? Because <laughs> I can go on for days. Y'all don't even want to hear it. Because y'all already know that at the top of the list is Sebastian Stan. Oh, my God. We ain't friends. <laughs> Sebastian Stan's all right. We're kind. Me and him are kind of friends. Now, me and Chris Evans are not friends. Like, I am only friends with a few people celebrity-wise, and that's, like, Anthony Mackie, you know. Um, I'm trying to think off the top. Oh, shit. Why do I always forget these people's names? Don Cheadle. There we go. Don Cheadle. They're my homies. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, You know, uh, let's see who else. I'll tell my head. Like, Tyrese. Tyrese, we're friends. Me and Tom Holland and Tom Hardy are not friends. No, no. We already had this discussion. You are not getting anywhere near Tom Holland. Girl. I like Tom Holland. You're freaking amazing. I mean, he is. Yeah. But I ain't letting you near him. That's my cinnamon, <laughs> that's my cinnamon bun, and cinnamon I must protect bun. him. Yeah, mama oh instincts god. in. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, I went there. You know who also are not friends? Oh my god, what's his name? I want to look at, uh, uh, I'm gonna say Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan, me and him are not friends. <laughs> um, who is it? Oh my god, he lived in the mount. He was part of the tribe that lived in the mountains. What's his name? You said tribe that lived in the mountains. So remember in the Black, first Black Panther, there was part of the tribe that lived in the mountains. Oh, Umbaku! There we go. Umbaku. Umbaku. Who, who is? Oh, Wilts. Uh, Winston Duke. Mm-hmm. We are not friends. Yeah, you guys can tell that we are not friends. That's not a me. gorgeous man. I mean, he is. Yes. Oh, when we talk about Black Panther, I can talk all day about. Winston Duke. Mm. And I can't wait for the next Black Panther movie to come out. He is my favorite. He is probably one of my favorite characters in that movie. Now, you know, my he- favorite character in there was uh, Killmonger, but. Killmonger. Mm-hmm. Come on. Um, Michael B. Jordan. B. Jordan. We're not friends. The only thing missing from that movie was Idris Elba. I mean, yeah, Idris Elba, we're not friends. I mean, that's daddy right there, just saying all day. <laughs> I mean, you're right. I mean, you're right. We're sitting here th- thirst, thirst trapping over here. Oh, my God. And we, like, oh totally God. forgot that our little get-go we were supposed to do at the beginning of the episode. Oh, we Because did. we're talking about Black Widow because earlier today, <laughs> me and Devin were hanging out. And Devin started bumping some jams, some bops. And, oh, yeah. And uh, I brought up thing... Iggy Azalea yes. and Rita Ora's Black Widow. Yes. Oh, so yeah. We was jamming, you know, because that's my shit right there. Jamming in a Walmart parking lot. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna love you. 
<laughs> Until you hate me. Right. And I'm gonna show you. Show them what? Show them what? What's really crazy? Okay, before we get copyright. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. That beat is just infectious. Oh, that beat's sick. That's sick. And you don't be sleeping need... on Iggy. Yeah, don't be sleeping on Iggy. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to get off Google because I've been look because uh, I googled. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> he is so fine. Umbaku, umbaku. <laughs> That's where I recognize him from. He was in, um, Us. That's where I know him from. Oh, uh, that movie with um. Is that the movie where the guy gets the, hunted by the dad? Uh, no, that's the one where the copies, there's like clones of themselves. Oh, okay. It's it's from Jordan Peele. Oh, okay, okay, I see. And he, I play, and he played the father in the movie, and I did not know that. I was like, I knew I knew this guy from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are not friends. Yeah. And and uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, we're not friends. Oh, that's your that's your friend right there. That's that's not your me and Benedict Cumberbatch are friends. Okay, we just friends. Yeah, yeah, we're not friends. That's but you guys right. aren't friends. But we friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That for some reason that man does it for me. For some reason. Don't ask me why. <laughs> Is it the way he says penguins? Because apparently he says penguins weird. <laughs> I don't know if it's that or if it's the fact that like um, Sherlock Holmes. Mm, oh yeah. Because if you don't watch the Sherlock Holmes mini series, do you so because he's actually pretty good, Sherlock Holmes. I was gonna say, wasn't wasn't um Hugh Jackman Sherlock Holmes before that? Hugh Jackman. Or did he no. play some did he play some kind of detective? I think he did, but I don't know if it was Sherlock Holmes. Robert Downey Jr. was Sherlock Holmes. That's that's what I'm saying. I'm sorry if I got mixed up with uh Hugh Jackman for whatever reason. Wow. Robert Downey Jr. I am so sorry. Wow, don't cause don't come at me unless someone's gonna probably email and be like Shay, get your shit straight, get your facts straight. Okay, it was Robert Downey Jr. I'm, I'm, gonna, like, I'm gonna message your Twitter. Get your shit together. <laughs> like, oh my god, I'm sorry, I'm still a noob at this, <laughs> and I'm so upset to this day that they didn't make a joke in Endgame with Doctor Strange and Iron Man. No shit, Sherlock. That was a missed opportunity because both of them played Sherlock. That would have uh, been perfect. Yeah. That would have been the greatest joke of all time. We never got it. I'm no so shit, Sherlock. It. And the people I'm, just start busting out laughing. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so mad about it, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now Tony Starks is dead in the MCU. <laughs> shit. Yeah. He deceased. Yeah, man. <laughs> Goddamn. But hey, we still got. Oh, shit. We don't got a lot of the original. We might have still have dot dad bod Thor. I mean, I mean, we'll see. You, I don't know. I mean, I'm not gonna say that it's gonna be bad if they kept dad bod Thor because I'm here for dad bod Thor. But then, like, I feel like Thor is just gonna melt the the weight off because Jane might be back in the picture. And you know, that's so, his that's his boo thing. Unless something happens between them. I mean, they're not dating at the moment. So unless they do so in the movie again. Of course, Love and Thunder is going to be where Jane Foster gets the Thor, mm-hmm. gets to become Thor because of Mjolnir. Mjolnir gets given to her or chooses her while Thor still has Stormbreaker. Yeah. So, um, Thor, I think, is going to be going with the Guardians from now on because he left with the Guardians. So Yeah. So I'm so excited. I'm hoping he's in the, he's in the next Guardians movie because it'd be everything. 
Yes, because I know like Thor has taken a more comical route. Yeah. Uh, and I'm here for it. I like it. I like Dead it. Deadbot Thor, I always have time for, and we are not friends. Okay, but I mean, I'm not friends with Thor, period. So. I mean, that's you can my. Have, you can have Loki. I'll get Thor. Thank you. I mean, I'll take Loki too. What you mean? I'll take all him and his variants. Okay, even. Okay, I'm not going to spoil it. <laughs> I, take, I take him and all his variants. <laughs> Uh, what was I gonna say? Shit, I forgot. God damn it. Um, there's something with Thor. Jesus Christ, I forgot. God damn it. God damn it. I hate when that happens. But yeah, Thor, we are not friends. I mean, I'm not friends with Thor either. Oh, uh, Hercules. Oh. Oh yeah, oh, Hercules. Oh. Oh, Thor, love, and thunder. So apparently, uh, Hercules could potentially be played by. First of all, we got Russell Crowe playing Zeus. Yes. Which I'm all here for. Yes. And the gar- apparently, the Guardians are going to be in. Um, love, th- uh, love and Thunder? Yeah, Dave Batista and the woman that plays. Um, Mantis mm-hmm. and Jeff Goldblum. Oh, they're bringing back the Grandmaster. Okay, interesting. Of course, Vin Diesel as well. I can't get over that. I never will get over that. That Vin Diesel is Groot. Groot. I have. I can't. I don't. I don't hear it. <laughs> and I'm telling you guys, this is someone who's been recently watching all the Fast and Furious movies. Also, Chris Pratt's going to be in the movie too. Oh yeah. Well, of course, I think they, I think this is gonna be a Guardians and Thor movie because since Thor is with the Guardians now. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, so isn't it? Did were you you were talking about Hercules? Wasn't that supposed to be reportedly, potentially played by Henry Cavill? Was it Henry Cavill? Girl, yes. And I'm here for I it. Because Henry Cavill and I are not friends. I'm not friends. Look, I'm not going to go there again, but you know, I already had that dream about Henry Cavill. Jesus Christ. And he impregnated me, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you guys guys heard that right. But it wasn't Henry Cavill in a sense. It was Clark Kent. Yes, it was Clark Kent who impregnated me, but it was Henry Cavill's Clark Kent. Who impregnated me? That's the funny thing about pregnancy, guys. You have weird dreams, and that was definitely the highlight of my weird pregnancy dreams. So, yeah, Thor: Love and Thunder is going to be a very interesting movie because I don't know if we talked about it yet, but we're going to talk about it right now because we're already here. So, the movie is going to have, of course, the Guardians and Thor, and Jane Foster's coming back, and she's going to be late. Jane Foster's Thor. Mm-hmm. That fun stuff. The villains Gore the God Butcher. Yeah. Played by. Um, Oh my God, Chris McConaughey, Christian Bale. Sorry, Christian Bale. I was like Chris, Chris McConaughey. You just oh put my God. Christian. You put Christian Bale and Matthew McConaughey together. It's Christian Bale. Christian Bale. God, Gore the God Butcher, which I'm so mm-hmm. excited because Gore the God Butcher is a fucking beast of a villain because he goes around killing pantheons of gods because he hates gods. Mm-hmm. You see gods as useless so he goes around killing them with a weapon of of a god killing weapon with a god killing weapon and 
Of course, they're going to have that, but they're also going to have the Greek gods, the Olympians in the movie too, with Russell Crowe playing Zeus with a cameo as Zeus. And I'm just like, I first found out about it. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if we talked about this yet, but I can't remember if we did or not, but nonetheless, I think we may have, I was not ready. Yeah. I was like, hello. That that what? that role when you I, when I when you when I found out it was Zeus was being played by Russell Crowe, I like that's so fitting. It is. It's so and fitting. I was like, they're bringing in the Olympians. I've been wanting that for fucking eons. I know. And I'm like, oh my god, am I gonna get my hembo? My hembo's Hercules. What? I love him. <laughs> and then the whole and then the whole rumor of they got the Superman actor to play Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill to play Hercules or talk to try to get him to play Hercules. And I'm like, you better fucking get it. Cause I've always, cause I literally been saying Henry Cavill would be a fantastic Hercules mm-hmm. period. And I'm, and when I first heard about that, I'm like, y'all better fucking get that and lock that shit down. Cause I swear to God, I will die. Go do film. it. I, I want them to bring Henry Cavill into the MCU. Yes. I would literally die. I will literally be deceased in the theater. If Henry Cavill gets Hercules, yeah, no question, no questions asked. I'd be deceased on the floor. I'd be like, "Oh my god, this is the greatest casting ever." <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, almost... to, I'm gonna have to get what? a bucket to to carry Devin in because he'll be melted. Oh, oh yes, I'd be melted on the floor. Yeah, a puddle of just the the human I used to be. Yes, <laughs> and also, so there's been another actress that's been wanting to join the MCU. Can you guess who? Who? Megan Fox. Okay, and okay, I I could could I could potentially see that. So Megan Fox has been saying, I guess she put out a tweet not that long ago saying, "I want she wants to join the DCEU or the Marvel Cinematic Universe." And fans are like, some fans are like, "No, she's a terrible actress." Again, Devin's unpopular opinion. No, she's actually not. People would just give her shit because she happens to be hot. Yeah. You ever seen Jennifer's Body? She's fantastic in that movie. You give her certain roles that she can play. Cause I mean, yeah, she, I mean, sure. She's hot, but like you give her certain roles that are just, that are made that be perfect for her. And she'll do fantastic. She's Jennifer's bodies for it's one of them. And people are just going off of what she was in transformers where she was overly sexualized. Yes. yes. Which is why she did not come back for the third movie. And people were, th- people were either roasting the fact that, oh, she wouldn't fit in. And then there are people that are like, you know what? She played, she'd be perfect for, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen and others. I don't know if you all know who this is. And Shay, you probably know who I'm talking about because you've already seen, you haven't seen First Class, have you? No, I haven't. Well, there's going to be a character in First Class, Emma Frost. Okay, yeah. You know what? Yes, yes. So people, so there was one person, one TikToker that I found that was talking about the issue. And he's like, you know what? I think Megan Fox would be perfect for the MCU. And I know the exact, I know the perfect character for her to play. And they're like, Emma Frost. And I'm like, oh my God. I was like, yes. Um, yes. Can we get that Kevin slap, Feige? Slap a white, oh, fucking blonde wig on her. Slap a blonde wig on her, and Emma Frost is nothing more than a hot chick that has mutant powers that uses her hotness to get, get shit she wants done. I'm oh yes, bitch. yes. Oh, because you're gonna find out in first class because Emma Frost is in that movie, and unfortunately, the Emma Frost they have is like not the Emma Frost we deserve, but like 
it's still okay. I mean, I know that she dies in that movie. She does, and it's a shame. And it's like disrespectful. Emma Frost is iconic because she becomes one of the powerhouses of the mutants, especially when they get moved to Krakoa. Mm-hmm. When they get their own mutant nation and shit, she's one literally one of the powerhouses of mutant kind. So like, but she's her, she's hot, she's hot. That's one of her literal one of her things. She's a hot um, female. Um, what they call it? Oh my god, Finn Vital. There you go, M Vital. She's a female villain, or has or can be a villain that uses her attractiveness to get where she needs to go. Mm-hmm. And she has no qualms in doing so because she knows she's hot. She'll walk into a room knowing damn well she's hot. And then when he said Emma Frost, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Perfect. That'd be a perfect casting for Megan Fox. Give yes. her Emma Frost because I love Emma Frost. She's one of my favorite mutants, especially in the latest runs in the la- within the last year or two. And she's just... Such a good character for the X-Men and mutants and just her powers of turning her skin into diamonds and being the second strongest telepath behind Jean Grey. Only being beaten by Jean Grey, mind you. She's up there. She's not no Omega-level mutant, but she's up there with... um, she, She's not that f- too far behind Jean Grey. Mm-hmm. Um, but, oh yeah. They said that, and I'm like, that'd be perfect. Let's do it. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Can I call her? Better call her. Better call her. You don't call her. We mad. We're gonna have to talk. We're gonna have a little chat because Mega Fox deserves that role. And I know the that people. If people are gonna give her shit for being hot, might as well play a character that lives up to that. Yeah, just give her that. Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. I know Devin that you mentioned Kevin Feige. Can yeah. we also talk about what we were talking about earlier this week? About what? With Hugh Jackman. Girl, more tea. So Hugh Jackman apparently has been making Instagram posts mm-hmm. as of late. One with a piece of artwork that showed Wolverine's claws, and then another one was a picture of him talking with Kevin Feige. So now the fandom has lost their goddamn respective minds, and everyone's thinking, "Oh my God, are they going to put Logan? Are they going to have Hugh Jackman play Logan again for the MCU?" Yeah, because as to all of our knowledges before this, we thought that Hugh Jackman was done play, playing Wolverine. After Logan, yeah. he yeah. said he was done with the role. Yeah. But if he comes back, because it, it, like I said, he it that is one of those roles where it's like that role was made for him. Yeah, was yeah. he could pull that character off? I don't can't see anybody else playing him. So here's my theory. Okay. Unpopular opinion, people are not probably gonna like it. He is not. I don't think he's gonna be part of the MCU. I think okay. he'll be in a Marvel movie, but not in the MCU. Mm-hmm. So, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you know this, but Deadpool three is being made. That's true. Yes. And or or I don't know if it starts shooting yet, but it's in the works. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Reynolds proposed an idea to the Marvel executives about how to introduce. Deadpool had to finish off Deadpool and somehow bring him over to the MCU because mm-hmm. that's their goal is to put Ryan Reynolds in the MCU. Yes, as they should. As they fucking should. Yeah. So Ryan Reynolds pitched the idea of Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. Or in this case, Deadpool kills the X-Men Universe. Uh-huh. There's a story in the comics where Deadpool kills all the superheroes. 
loses his mind and he starts going on a murder spree, killing off every superhuman god, entity, whatever with him. Mm-hmm. There's a so apparently he's gonna he pitched a he pitched a idea that Deadpool kills the X-Men universe, kills all the mutants, destroys the world, kills everything, and then somehow ends up in the MCU at the very end. I don't think Logan, I don't think Kevin Feige is going to, well, not Kevin Feige, Hugh Jackman's on comeback as Logan for the MCU. I think he's on comeback as Logan for the Deadpool movie. Yeah. To kind of end end off Deadpool. And if it's the case, and they go with the whole... Deadpool kills the X-Men universe, he's going to kill Logan. And then, you know, after that, then, you know, Hugh Jackman could be could be really done with the role because the character is gone. And then they can re- recast the role with, like, a younger role or whoever. I don't know who they get, but, I mean, their casting record has been pretty decent so far. Yeah, they've been so, doing... I, mean, I think they've done pretty good with younger versions of these characters. Or they might not bring Wolverine at all because you know they might not they might not bring Wolverine. I would not be surprised if Wolverine doesn't pop up in the X Men franchise for a while, as far as the movies go. Mm-hmm. Or they might do a situation like they did with X Men Origins, where Magneto and Professor X approach Logan and he's like, "Fuck off!" And because they because for a while, uh, I don't know, if, I think it was X Men Origins Wolverine, where there was a scene where it was either that or First Class. Actually, it might have been First Class. Because they're trying to gather mutants to join the form the X Men, yeah. and they approach Logan a couple different times, and they approach Logan, and then Logan's like "fuck off" and then walked off. Yeah, and that and that was Logan's <laughs> cameo for the X Men. I think it was first class. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I would say I see him doing something like that for Logan and not have him in the X Men movies for a while because he's been so I don't want to say saturated, but he's an He's a big player in the Fox X-Men and of course it's the comics too. Yeah. I can see them giving Wolverine a break a little bit before they um, bring him back. Mm-hmm. And cause they got a bunch of other music can explore. Yeah, like they can, they have a bunch. Um, but they have a whole roster of those, of those guys. I wish they would give some more screen time to Jubilee, but you know, right. And explore some Jubilee because she becomes a mutant who becomes a vampire who becomes a mutant again. Or bring in, bring in rogue, bring in rogue and do rogue. Right. Yeah. Like I'm not, no shame to Anna Paquin at all, but I mean, she did, she did well with what she had. Yeah. But what bring, she was handed. She did well. Yeah. Bring, bring rogue. They, they could totally do that. Bring rogue it back into the MCU and to where she takes Carol Danvers' powers. That's, yeah, I was about to say that because that's how she got, that's how she was that's able how to she fly. Fly, and I think her super strength. Uh, yeah, because I yeah. think she got, she got those powers from uh, Miss Marvel at the time. Well, mm-hmm. in this case, it'd be Captain Marvel. Yeah, and yeah. Was, yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be a perfect way to bring, be able to give her rogue, her flying powers and stuff was from taking it from Captain Marvel. Because that's the rogue I want. I want the rogue similar to the anime, uh, with like the the animated series back in the nineties. Yes. Fucking brain gambit. Yes. There's there's a that relationship. Yes, like mm, yes, yes. There's there's so much that they can do potentially in the MCU universe. And bring in Storm, a good one. Granted, no shade to Halle Berry or. That younger actress who played 
Storm and Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix. But like, they haven't gotten Storm completely right yet, and I'm waiting for it. I need Storm to be the African goddess that she is. Have her make a cameo in one of the Black Panther films first. Mm-hmm. Have her in Wakanda. Hell yeah, have her in Wakanda. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Period. But then again, you know, with, with Chadwick gone, or they're they're because they, I think they've made it clear they're not going to recast T'Challa. Oh yeah, um, that'd be dumb of them to do. Yeah, they they can't do that. But you know, like in the comics, T'Challa and Storm actually were married. Or not sure. married, but or they they were together for sure. Oh no, oh no, they were married. Okay, they were married, they were married. For, a short, for a short time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! And just I want Namor. Like, give me Namor, but give me like a hot Namor. <laughs> that's gonna be because I mean he's gonna be the next Black Panther movie. Yeah, he's the villain. Mm-hmm. And I was like, give me a hot name. Like, I don't know who they I don't know who they would get to play anymore. Mm-hmm. People have been saying they want like an Asian American actor playing anymore. Which I mean, like, I agree with that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll have, to, I'll have to look at the list. Look at the list of actors. <laughs> I would think it'd be perfect for anymore. Also, Kevin Feige, if you don't cast Emily Blunt and her husband as Mr. and Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic Invisible Woman, we're going to have a conversation. You've said that. Um, you actually mentioned that. Oh, I know. I mentioned that a lot, and I'll keep mentioning it because it better happen. But then again, I don't know what they're going to do with that, honestly, because I would love those two to play those roles. But at the same time, if they're going to have King the Conqueror, and they're going to, and King the Conqueror is played by a black man. Kane the Conqueror, fun fact, is the father to Reed Richards. Mm-hmm. Is it going to cast Reed Richards? Cast a, a black man to play Reed Richards? I would like, I, I know we have talked about that before. I would be down for that. I would not be upset about that as long as I got a good actor. Mm-hmm. I would not be, I would not be upset at all. <laughs> I just want oh. someone fun. Yeah. Um, I also like briefly briefly want to touch something about uh captain marvel 2 oh, the marvels he uh yes the marvels yes. um so someone recently now you guys know i am a huge lover of korean culture k-pop i watch k-dramas and in regards to k-dramas they actually are going to be having a south korean actor possibly join the marvels cast oh. and uh he's one of my favorite uh, South Korean actors. His name is. Um, I'm to make sure I don't butcher it. It's. Uh, I'll say it the Romanized way. It's Park Sojun. Park Sojun. I love this guy. I love him and everything that he has been in. He is such a great actor, and seeing that he's coming over into Western media, I am fucking excited for. If this is actually true. Yeah. Right here it says he's also cast in an undisclosed role. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it because I've heard him speak English in some of the dramas that he has been in, but I haven't heard it. It's, it kind of sounds almost like broken English, but who knows? Maybe he can speak English like pretty fluently. Yeah. So it must be because he's, he's in this role. I would assume that he's speaking English, but we'll have to find out, but I am so fucking excited for that. And I'm, 
And I remember when this movie first got announced, people were kind of losing their shit like the Marvels. Oh, so Captain Marvel's not even gonna be in it? And I'm like, no, she is. It's a she Captain is. Marvel movie, but Cap- but the actress um, Brie Larson didn't want it to be just about Carol Danvers. Mm-hmm. She wanted it. She wanted the movie open to other characters instead of just Carol Danvers. Yep, That's so why have, it's called the Marvels. Yeah, we have Monica Rambeau. She's going to be in it. And yes. Miss Marvel Kamala Khan's going to be in it. Which your series comes out later on this year? Yes. Yeah. For Disney Plus. Yeah. I'm excited yep. for that. Another thing that I'm excited, I'm excited for. Yes. I'm just excited for Monica Rambeau. Like, give me Spectrum. Give me yeah. Spectrum. I was like, excited when she got her powers. Yes. From WandaVision. I was like, yeah, come through. Now, now she's going to space. Yeah. Just officially make her spectrum. Hell yeah. I give her spe- or either go with the name Spectrum or Photon or mm-hmm. whatever other names. But my but honestly, give her spectrum. Let's go. Chop chop. Let's get with it. Come on. I remember when that was on there and I'm like, oh my god, more Rambo. Yes. Because one thing we're gonna learn, especially when I get to that, when I get to the ultimates and the Tea of the Gods, which right now, dressing it now, I've been taking two weeks off, pre-recording stuff, getting ahead mm-hmm. of the game, getting ahead of the curb. Same with Spookocalypse, getting ahead of the curb. That and I'm moving here soon, so I don't want to stress myself too much about trying to record everything, so I'm kind of right. taking it easy until I move. Um, but, yeah. No, Monica Rambo, Spectrum, and then the Ultimates, superhero group, not the Ultimates universe, but the superhero group, are some of my favorite shit because they just they talk about a lot of the cosmic entities, which we all know. If you listen to the first few episodes of the Marvel against the Marvel mythos, I'm all about that shit. So yes. like yes, be ready when you can talk about that at some point. But right now I need to finish Battle World and then go and then figure out why I want to go after that. I'm thinking about either going X-Men or Fantastic Four. I'm gonna decide. Anyway, back to the conversation at hand. Yeah, I'm not a <laughs> beast. So you got the Marvels. Litness. Um, what else is there? I I don't think I've heard of anything else Marvel related. That was like the last thing I heard when they they said that uh, Park Sojun was going to be in the Marvels. I was like, I fucking love that man. He knows. Look, I'm not trying to bring in the K dramas, but he knows how to kiss a woman. He knows how to kiss a woman. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I'm looking forward to that movie too, and um, Ant Man and Wasp. Yes, Quantum Mania. There you go. So, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is out. Let me look it up. I think Sam Raimi. That comes out in 2022, right? Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with the wait. Quantum Mania comes out in 2022 as well, right? Yes, it does. Okay. So, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is directed by Sam Raimi. Mm-hmm. And those of you who don't know who Sam Raimi is, he directed the original Spider-Man trilogy as well as a bunch of horror films. Okay. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is proclaimed to be Marvel's first horror film. Really? That's what they've been pinning it as. Obviously, it's not going to be full. Obviously, it's not going to be full horror. Mm-hmm. But like, my guess is going to be. Because Doctor Strange is going to be dealing with the multiverse and the multiverse of madness, so he's going to be dealing probably with some dark shit. 
So my guess is there's going to be some Lovecraftian type stuff involved, some more cosmic horror. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm ready. Uh, Scarlet Witch is going to be in it on top of that after post WandaVision. Yes. Ready. Yes. I'm ready for that for sure. I'm ready. I'm like, I'm ready. I heard horror film and Doctor Strange. I'm already here. I've been waiting. <laughs> been waiting patiently. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, oh god, Multiverse of Madness, Daddy, Doctor Strange, yes. Uh, we got, of course, Thor, Love and Thunder. So yeah, Doctor Strange comes out March twenty fifth, twenty twenty two, two day, three days before my birthday. When you turn thirty, when I turn fucking thirty because I'm a gold <laughs> fucking man. Uh, then Thor Love and Thunder comes out May 6, 2022. Black Panther Wakanda Forever comes out July 8, 2022. And The Marvels comes out November 11, 2022. Nice. Yeah, Man the Wasp, Quantum Mania comes out in February 17, 2023. And Guardians Volume 3 comes out May 5th, 2023. Okay. Now, Man the Wasp, Quantum Mania is rumored to have the first introduction to the Fantastic Four. Supposedly. Supposedly. Wait. Yeah, is because isn't it because of Kane the Conqueror? Either because Kane the Conqueror or Quantum Mania is going to be going into a universe dealing with a um, the quantum verse, the quantum realm, which mm-hmm. is heavily, which heavily deals with the Fantastic Four a lot of the time. Yeah. So there's been a hot rumor that they're going to introduce. They're going to first do the introduction to Fantastic Four. Through Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, and I'm here for it. I'm ready for that, yeah. Because I like to see the X. I like to see the Fantastic Four done right. Yeah, maybe third time's a charm. Yeah, third time's a charm. And of course, the villain from that movie is going to be Kane the Conqueror, played by Jonathan Majors, the guy who played um, in the show Lovecraft Country. Mm-hmm. Atticus, mm-hmm. sorry, Atticus. I love that show. Unfortunately, it got canceled. Fuck you, HBO Max. The fuck are you oh, doing? Oh. <laughs> I mean, I love you, HBO Max sponsors, but like, why? <laughs> I love that show. The fuck? Anyway. I think that's enough Marvel stuff. I think I already talked about everything. Yeah, because like I said, uh, like we said, next week we're going to, next week's episode, we are going to be covering all things low key. So. Yeah. Yes, and then that after that episode, we're not going to spoil that for you guys. You're going to have to wait. We got some fun stuff planned oh, yeah. oh, for yeah. this podcast. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. So on that note, thank you guys for listening and catch us next time. We talk about Loki. Yes. Can't wait. Uh, yes. Bye. Bye. Peace out. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.